so there was this podcast and they were uh, on Apple Podcasts and they were recording with the guest on Zoom high as hell above the the largest podcast platform on planet Earth. And they were seated next to their interface, which, you know, they had tried to start the episode with. And the only really, the only compression issue they heard it make was, was some borderline, borderline convoluted reverb. And they're sitting and they were reading this really arduous audio recording instructional article about a three-way headphone jack splitter that they couldn't even afford the, the name brand of. And they were feeling very bored and very despondent. And then uh, suddenly there was this huge mechanical failure and one of the isolated audio tracks gave out and it started just clipping 30,000%. The, the guests on the microphone and he's, he's saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, oh my God, I'm sorry, and apologizing. And they, they look at the Zoom video and they, and they, and they say, they say, are recording and the host looks at them and they say we're going to restart the episode it's a good episode it's your episode thanks for coming on this episode darling we've been trying to get you on for a very 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 long time and then um they start humming their podcast theme until they can insert the real audio and uh it kind of goes like this it's kind of mic check one two one two three four all right, that was sick. And then, yeah. yeah, I didn't have the rhythm, but that's all right. I think it works. It was uh, we probably should have done like a click track or something, dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> like a fucking drummer over uh, here. Yeah. Um, I will, I will uh, uh, find a karaoke version of that and lay it underneath. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. You should just uh, put first day of my life or whatever. And then, like, it's no, wrong on no, purpose. No, no. no? yeah, okay. I should just, we'll do no. It, I should pick a. I should find a Decemberist song instead. Yeah, the Crane Wife type beat. What would be funny would be when it when it's when it's like one two three four. Then we like jump into the yeah, but still theme. <laughs> Welcome to Wouldn't Down a Podcast. Yes. Uh, Today on this blessed Saturday, we have a very special guest, Kyle Mabson, who runs the Instagram account Selfies, Foods, and Pets. Welcome to the pod, dude. Yeah, the whole uh, intro <laughs> and intro talk really got me mm. in in like the pod zone. I'll say that we're in the pod zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riled up, pod people. Your yeah, eyes have turned a uh, fiery red, and I, your hair is starting to change color too. It's uh, you're 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 sort of entering your transcendent form, and that's what it's like to be in the pod zone. Super Saiyan, exactly. Right. I'm 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 loving it so far. It's great. Jeff, are you back on the McDonald's Wi-Fi this week? I swear uh, to God, yeah. you gotta get to the Starbucks. <laughs> gotta gotta find a Starbucks. The the problem is is the. We ordered cable Wi-Fi service and they shipped the router and the Wi-Fi um, box to us. Uh And it said said delivered this morning. And when I went down, it wasn't there. So like five minutes before we started recording, uh, my partner told me that the neighbor on the first floor took the box in and they have it. So I wasn't able to set it up before the podcast. 
That's a bummer because your audio is sounding deep fried right now. <laughs> like crispy. It's part of the it's part of the appeal, I think. That's <laughs> true, dude. Wow. All, all those all those teens are in there just buying that Travis Scott burger, swiping <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, that's ruined. the TikTok uh, download rate is is overloading the the one megabit per second Wi-Fi at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. I get that. They're all like, "Yo, your audio sounds like McDonald's Sprite." <laughs> <laughs> it actually does in this does. case. <laughs> Bro, it fucking does. It's like. <laughs> The problem is, is when you bring attention to it, it becomes 2,000 times more funny. Like, if we just, if I didn't mention the audio thing, I feel like I could have just gotten by just fine. But now that I've, like, said it and it's primed, it's, like, all I can think about. I know. It literally sounds so I warned Mapson that this was going to be, like, all gearhead shit and that I'm the only one that doesn't know what's going on. This is oh a gearhead shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, gearhead shit. Yeah. Okay, well, hashtag gearhead shit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, me and Jacob were just watching a, a YouTube video where this guy who has like millions of subscribers was uh, talking about how the uh, what's that sure uh, SM7B SM7B, which is the it's the mic that Joe Rogan uses. It's like probably one of the most popular like radio mics ever made. And this fucking YouTuber guy like bought one for like for an upmarked price and then it was complaining that he didn't it, it didn't sound good because he was using it too far away from his mouth <laughs> so we were roasting that guy earlier um it, yeah you know we just love gear we love talking about gear we love buying gear we love buying gear and not using it that's mm, my favorite that's thing my to favorite do. Mm. Um, that's good stuff it's like a you know like funko pops you don't you're not supposed yeah. to play with them you're supposed to keep that's them true. in the packaging the and, package. and stack them all up and mm. fill an entire wall floor to ceiling with them. You're not supposed to like touch them. That's forbidden. Mm. And it's the same thing with high-end uh, audio gear as well. I think you're supposed to buy it, put it on your shelf, and never use it. Yeah. No, I actually, they're, they're like David Foster Wallace novels. Exactly. <laughs> my uh my sweetwater guy, when I order something now, he he just like he calls me up and he's like, Hey, you're not gonna open this, right? And I'm like, no, not at all. I'm going to keep it in the box. And I mean, <laughs> it's it's everything. It's even yeah. like cables that I need or I, I just keep it all in the box. And it, it's nice because I've been able to use the boxes for like makeshift furniture sometimes when I have guests or um, is like risers. Like whenever you need to like convert your desk into a standing desk, um, maybe you're trying to, you know, get a little bit healthier in this year. Um, I, I, I'll just take the boxes of all the gear that I bought and haven't even opened and I'll use it as um, a standing desk. And I, I think that's really good and interesting. Yep. You can like use those boxes to uh, ship those uh, beanie babies that you make yeah. those big bucks right. on. Now. I'm still waiting for the beanie yeah. babies to prices to go up. I'm mm. still banging yeah. on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the Funko pops hit too. Yeah. Be at the same time. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling yeah. them all together and I'm, I'm going to score. As a you know, kid, I collected Beanie Babies. I had like every single one and my parents have them. And uh, the thing is, is yeah, the Beanie Babies could be worth something down the line, but the real money is in the glass boxes that you display them in. Right. You know, people are, because people are now displaying their butt plug collections. Mm. 
and you need to keep them <laughs> clean so no dust gets on them because then you can get yeah. an irritated anus. So Jeff, it's interesting you brought that up uh, just yesterday. My uh, Charles Schwab personal advisor who's been handling my butt plug portfolio uh, gave me a call and was actually giving me some tips on how to keep them clean and uh, how to prevent dust. And you can actually buy dust covers now. They're only for people who were prime collectors. These are people who aren't using them at all. They're like large plastic. You ever, you ever see like the Mona Lisa, like a picture of it? How it's in the bulletproof glass. It's like a nice mm-hmm. long bulletproof casing. You put it right on top of it and it keeps it pristine. There's no way for dust to get in there. And that's what I started using. The thing about the bulletproof glass is it's not actually a glass. It's an yeah. LG OLED screen <laughs> and they're just playing uh, a picture of it in 4K. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, the real one. That shit is long gone. Oh, yeah. Hashtag gearheads. Hashtag Hashtag gearheads. gearheads. Welcome to the gearheads podcast, everyone. We're back. We are talking about gear as always. We love it. We hate it. That's all I have to say. We don't know about it. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I don't know about it. So uh, how's everyone doing? Kyle, I know you're in California. How's everything going? Are you like safe from the apocalypse fires and shit? (laughs) Yeah, it's like... uh, uh, it, outside my house right now, it looks like foggy, but it's just ash. Mm. I guess it's and just it, uh, ash. Yeah, it smells like a campfire, <laughs> so it's comforting in that way. I guess you know, it makes me really want some s'mores or mm-hmm. something. But mm. uh, yeah, can't really walk around or do too much outside. It's not like um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the pictures and stuff in like northern california and oregon where it's like bright orange oh it's 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 insane mm-hmm. it looks like yeah. blade runner 2049 exactly it's not like that here but yeah it's it is like real ashy and gross yeah yeah i asked because like i saw like jack wagner in his story like two nights ago it looked like he was like standing out front of his house or something and like not far in the distance was just like a fucking like lightning bolt of orange flame mm. Yeah, so I was like, damn. It's like some. He lives like Jack lives like two miles from me, so it's like, yeah, it's a similar vibe over here. Yeah, that shit looked pretty crazy. I don't know. In New York, it's like if you could see a fire, like half the city is destroyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> the only thing that was like that was like Aaron and Jacob. Do you remember like? two years ago when that like transformer blew up in Queens and the sky was like, like neon lightning for like 15 minutes. Oh yeah. That rings a bell. Was that in the middle of the night? I can't remember. It was nighttime. Yeah. So. It was, it was like all night. Yeah. Can we pull up like a share together video of that? That shit was fucking insane. Let's see. I will say that was definitely a, a bookmark moment for me though, because I never used to look at the sky at all. And now I check every five minutes so I don't miss something like that. Well, it's like, you know, people think that the Bible predicted all this shit that's happening, but really it was post rock music. God's right. PG Black Emperor and Explosions in the Sky. That's you right. Know, it really came out of the that Canada post rock music scene left in its wake went viral on social media. Authorities are telling people to avoid the area. They say the fire that followed the explosion is under control. An investigation is underway, though, into the cause of the explosion. 
yeah, this is just a news clip, but like it literally looks fake. It looks like a fucking movie. Like it's literally like C- yeah, it looks like a CGI movie. Turquoise light, like or like directly like the whole sky. I remember seeing this after it happened, but I was like asleep for it. But like people like were talking about how fucking crazy it was when it happened. They didn't say it was like a transformer until like two days later. Oh. So it literally looked like aliens. Yeah. Like I was, I got, I, I think I was at, like, I just got off work or something yeah. at the Johnson's. It was like four in the morning, five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was probably, I don't remember specifically, but I'm sure I was on drugs at the time. <laughs> and, and, uh, smoking a cigarette, like in my backyard, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Am I like, have I not slept enough this week or am I, did someone like put psychedelics in my drink at work or what's going on? And the whole internet was just flipping out. Yeah. It was like top, top Twitter trending, like New York sky or some shit like yeah, that. Damn. What were your leading theories? right then and there um i don't know i I probably thought it was like like some new like bar in bushwick was having like a fucking a grand opening and they just bought too many lights or something (laughs) i don't know (laughs) could have been a gender reveal also yeah it was kind of blue yeah that's what it probably well if it wasn't a transformer what is it? probably a gender reveal party? If, if it wasn't a transformer, it's a boy. That's right. <laughs> That's right, dude. Um, In, insane. Ugh. Why is the "it's a boy" meme uh, in full force right now? Was there like another very big, like gender reveal that like went wrong? I mean, I they go like wrong every, every time they go viral. It's because one of them went wrong. Yeah, like this. The, uh, this there's dad one of, cut his leg off with a chainsaw during this gender reveal party. The uh, one of the fires that started like uh, two hours east of here, hour and a half east of here, was started from like a pyrotechnic or something for a gender reveal party. Right. Oh my god! Started like a w- wildfire here. Yeah, so that's why it hit back. That's. I mean, I made a. I made a meme about it where I put like the gender reveal explosion picture from the news article about it over William Bazinski's the disintegration loops. And uh, I feel like night the week of nine 11 was probably not the right time to make that post. And it, what are you talking about? The, That's the only time to make that post. <laughs> well, I almost regretted posting it three days before nine 11 and not saving it. Um, <laughs> yeah, That's true. <laughs> That sounds like a real regret. But, well, you know, no re- no regrets. But it performed worse than most of my posts, mm. but still better than I had hoped it would do. Right. So I'm I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. I think. Congrats. I did I did feel a little like maybe it was insensitive, but I was like I'm not making fun of the fires, I'm making fun mm. of gender reveal parties. That, mm. I mean, that's, pr- yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't, yeah, you're not making fun of people who are like, that's funny, injured. And I saw the post and I immediately thought that you were making fun of the fires <laughs> and supporting gender reveal parties because everyone knows the disintegration loops is one of William Basinski's masterworks. And so to take something like that fire and superimpose <laughs> it on the cover 
of one of the greatest experimental albums of all time, which I mean, people say now when you see tape loops, people call it Basinski esque for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's so when I saw that immediately, I was like, Jeff loves the fires and celebrates them in the same way that someone would celebrate the disintegration loops. Yeah. So, I mean, that was my personal take and like maybe, you know, you know, intent. When I, impact, yeah. So when I saw the that. meme, I was so sure that you, Jeff, love gender reveal parties, love the fires that are happening now and loved 9-11 when it happened. That was my initial yep. takeaway. Wow. That you're in support of all three of those things. The problem is that's what you just said is like an exercise in the two truths and a, and a lie situation. <laughs> you only so it's support not, it's two not of all, those things. Yeah, it's not all three. And okay. it's up to the viewers to guess. We'll leave that open-ended to true. decide which one Jeff doesn't approve of. Mm-hmm. But the thing I wanted to say, Jacob, is... How many copies of the $500 Disintegration Loops vinyl box set do you own? I own zero, Jeff. Oh. And that's also I have, because... I own one. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't actually take that much value in material things unless, they're, <laughs> unless it's gear, of course. Yeah, um, gear. I mean, gear... But if it's not gear... Gear is immaterial. Yeah. Gear is yeah. part of my soul. Yeah, but I mean, if it's I something lo- no real use, like... A record. Can you, you know run? I mean? Can you run the the Witcher three on that box set? I didn't think so. Can you run? You're right. Are you going to be able to I, play I, Cyberpunk well, on that box it, set? Aaron, I I could if I didn't want to keep it in mint condition. Okay, but mm, interesting. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is an investment for the future. It's like a Beanie Baby. It's. I only play it once a year on nine eleven. <laughs> in support of nine eleven. It yeah. It was. <laughs> <clears throat> it was good this year. I played it on the on the roof. Oh, yeah. Um I I brought I brought the uh the direct drive turntable and the Marantz receiver up there yeah. and uh my clips clip speak floor standing speakers. Mm-hmm. But um you know, a lot of people a lot of people really enjoyed it. Only only uh one person yelled at me from a window. That's that's down from last year, I would assume. They were like, turn it up. So <laughs> mm. it was positive. They're like, this is positive. They're like, oh, this is the best part. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That that shit was crazy. The gender reveal shit is insane. I just I don't understand why you would ever bring like pyrotechnics into nature in California. Mm. Pyrotechnics in, belong in, summer, in small yeah. insulated nightclubs. Where they can easily catch fire to the to the insulation and the soundproofing. That's where they belong. Not outside. Yeah. Um, it's insanity. It is. But it's just like crazy on top of the pandemic, which I guess, you know, has come back to California like pretty hard to begin with. So mm. maybe it's a way of God telling everyone to stay inside. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all this shit is like compounding upon itself. You know, it's like every fucked up thing that happens is like even more frantic because so many other fucked up things are already happening on top of it, too. 
I don't know. I just keep thinking that it's still February, like oh, 2020. Yeah. Me too. Like, especially now that it, it's kind of getting cool outside, like the past two days, I'm like, it really just feels like I went to sleep February, like 20th and today is the 21st and every day until the new normal ends mm-hmm. is February 21st, 2020. Pretty much. He's, he's saying just wake him up when September ends. You know? That's exactly. That's what we got to do. Only yeah, a couple well, weeks I left, am, Jeff. Yeah. I am wearing my Meth Syndicate Sopranos Green Day Dookie ripoff shirt. <laughs> James Gandolfini in the plane. Oh, God. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, when September ends, wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Mm-hmm. Save me. Mm. You know, I was just thinking about how with 9-11 just going by, right? How in The Sopranos, they had the intro with the two towers. And then literally right afterward, they just got rid of it from the intro. And they were like, it was like the lightest addressing of the whole thing. They're like, yeah, when that happened, and they just kind of moved on. Do you remember that? Well, that- that's well, yeah, thing. I mean, like they, the whole they, they they make some allusions to it in the mm-hmm. in the show. But like, I mean, at the time it was like everyone did that. Like Spider-Man was about to come out and there was a scene at the end where he like like webs through the wind ta- the twin towers yeah, and like yeah. and they had to re-edit that it before they released it like yep. last minute. It, w- it was like the first change what sonic looks like situation exactly so Mm. much shit happened like so much media was impacted by that like i remember like donnie darko came out like the week of 9-11 or something and it had to like be pulled from theaters because it had the whole movies about a plane crash it's like that got to like that got pushed like i think theaters stopped screening it for a while or something had to be like re-released they had to re-edit Donnie Darko because it it made too much sense. They were like, "Oh fuck, yeah. we have to change this." <laughs> yeah, the, they in the 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 first uh, reviews of it were, "I understood this movie," and they were like, "Fuck, we have to re-edit it." Do you think there was a person or a few people who, at some point, like saw a thing like after that and were like, "You know what? There is a plane in this movie. I can't deal." Or did people like at the studio were just like, people can't deal with planes right now. I think and everyone can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't know this. And I'm just generalizing. I just think like in the weeks after that shit, it was like, it's like hypersensitive. Like, like you, we've all seen that list of songs that they like recommended that radio stations not play after nine yeah. 11. happened, Right. Like that. It, it could, it could have been like uh like like the the song title could have had the word die in it or something or like plane and like they would have like put it on that list like don't play this on the radio because like any even oblique reference to death or planes uh was was too was they didn't want to risk it so i'm sure a lot of stuff got like completely it's you know completely it was like that it's like that it's like oh the twin towers are in the intro to the Sopranos or Spider-Man is like webbing around the city and the twin towers are there. So we have to get rid of it yet. Like a year later, there's like that 
United 93 movie, which is actually just like a fucking movie to make money about the actual situation. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, let's not talk about it, but then let's fucking make like a recreation of exactly what happened. Yeah. like show everybody and make everyone look at that is that actually is funny yeah and if there i feel like if there were more crashes of things even after i don't think it would even i don't know if people would care or like they wouldn't react as i guess one thing like the the dreamcast thing made me think (laughs) like is on your background Aaron. yeah yeah yeah. like after like columbine like all the things that like change and you couldn't do and stuff. Like I know like even like the Dreamcast, they didn't make the like uh like light guns yes. for Dreamcast in the US because of Columbine. Yeah. And it's Damn. like but then there there were a million school shootings after that, and then people were just like, whatever. Like right. it, you know, it's right. just completely let it ride. irrelevant. Let it ride, it's fine. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's like, just these like now? symbolic gestures that mm. are done yeah. to draw attention away from the root of the pro- like if you're talking about school shootings like like u.s gun culture is insane and like um but of course any like the people in power are beholden to that industry so they they can't actually enact anything that will impact that so they have to yeah. draw attention away from that and say well i don't know all these kids playing uh, uh house Fortnite, of the dead too get out of here buddy. yeah all these kids playing uh doom uh you know, they might as well ban, uh, you know, guns and video games and shit like that. Cause that's, you know, that's what caused these kids to do this shit. And then, you know, I remember like, you know, when, um, I think it was like Sandy hook or whatever happened. Um, they were like, yeah, he was a huge gamer and it turns out he Mm. was just into DDR. He wasn't, he he wasn't even into like call of duty or halo. DDR is a game. It's a game. (laughs) It's a game. it but it game. wasn't he wasn't he, he wasn't murdering people in ddr you know what i mean like it's in fairness I, I would be more Maybe. scared of like depends the, on how good he was at the teenager who's like every afternoon at the arcade in fat pants doing ddr <laughs> than the guy who's at home playing like call of duty every because day because the ddr kid could sure. tactically take me down in a way Absolutely. that a cod kid could only dream of doing with doesn't only his even, legs yeah doesn't well, need he, a gun no he got Absolutely he got not. really good he got really good at DDR because he was practicing dancing on graves. <laughs> it was all a uh, strategy of soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of our yeah. brave to- troops. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, is like, I understand putting a pause on something that's like culturally sensitive for a bit. But the question is, is like, how long does that pause last? Like, obviously they made the unite United 93 movie. But it's like Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. And then a couple months later, Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix special comes out. And in the intro, he dives out of a helicopter into the Hudson River and then like comes into the performance in like a wetsuit. It's like, come Just on. like I've seen it three times. <laughs> does, does Seinfeld get a pass or does that mean that it's okay <laughs> to have helicopter references again? We should ban helicopters and all media. They they got the thing now to where you got the uh, the water gun emoji now instead of the real gun emoji. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like two years since it's solved. Oh my god! Pretty much everything since then. So what sparked that? 
I think it I, invalidates anyone that's been brutally murdered with a water gun. I know we don't have those statistics. The government's yeah. covering it up. The the super soaker industry is trying the to cover up how many deaths come from super soakers every year. The, the super soaker was too powerful and it pulverized my bones I and know. my organs spilled into each other. And uh, I am offended. Bro, I wish I could be 10 again just so I could get really into super soakers. That shit. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. You don't 10. have to be 10. I know, but it's so much cooler when you're a kid. It's cool, but it's even cooler when you're a kid because the gun's like as big as you. Have you looked into the uh, the new line of super soakers? I've not. Maybe that'll change your mind, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's like they uh, have a lot more adult features now, Aaron. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have adult features. Uh, let's, let's, I'm going to the super soaker website. Oh, my God. They have a super soaker Gatling gun, dude. Boom. Holy fuck. They have fully automatic super soakers, fully automatic super soakers with yeah, American flags on them. With, with bump stocks <laughs> added. See, the, my, my life theology has always been it's it's nerf or nothing. So that's Whoa. true. You know, this one, super soakers. this one is like a Uzi. This one is like an assault rifle. These are fucking awesome. They, oh, they have they have Fortnite editions. They have the hey. guns from Fortnite. As super soakers, um, that fucking all all of them have a place to uh, slap my uh, Punisher sticker on them. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your Blue Lives Matter uh, Punisher sticker. Yeah, amen. there's a there's a cutout just for it. You can put it right there. <laughs> Good. Okay. Cool. I love that. Uh, it's like Met Syndicate side page. It's like Punisher logo, and it's just submitted Punisher pictures oh, on like awesome. cars and shit. It's really fucking good. Um, he made like a Blue Lives Matter Punisher logo, like joke shirt and I, I thought it was really funny but i feel like wearing it at a glance makes me look like a like a class traitor <laughs> yeah so i decided against purchasing that one it's like when uh when donald trump got elected and everybody started making like make blank great again hats <sighs> yeah and so just everyone it was like you're just like what what does that say you're like kind of like Hearing him really close, and you're like, oh, okay. I've already uh, punched them in the face from the side, like Richard mm. Spencer. I, I didn't re- read the front-facing text. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I get it, like, as a... I get it, but it's like, if you saw someone wearing that on the street, you know, you'd have to squint and be like, wait, oh, that says gay instead of great. Okay, it's all good. I just think, I don't know. I have a shirt that I have an issue where I don't really wear it because I didn't think about it before I bought it. And it's mm. like a ripoff of that Tweety Bird, like, go ahead and call the cops. I'll, I'll have sex with them meme. <laughs> yeah, and right. So, so, someone on Instagram was selling them and I followed them and ordered one, some guy in New York. And it says, it's like a white shirt with red text. And it says, go ahead and build the wall. I'll just have sex with it. <laughs> and I feel like... Mm. It's it's a longer shirt because I bought an XL, so the bottom text is so low on the shirt that I feel like <laughs> if, if I'm at a counter ordering, like at a bar, they can only see "Go ahead and build the wall." Yeah, and <laughs> I uh, I realized quickly that it, it it's a fucked up uh, situation to wear that shirt. So yeah. I'm, uh, I also, haven't worn it. Even if that is the full text, that could be assumed that you're just really into the wall. 
and that you want to that you do want to have sex with the wall after it is built yeah so that could also because be you love it so much and you're in love with it now i'm just trying yeah. to make a bigger hole in it you know <laughs> i bought this like used full of hell shirt at like uh this place in philadelphia it was called the merch seller it was hooked onto this record store downstairs and i was like damn this shirt looks pretty sick it was like this picture of some dude who looked like zonked out on the floor. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get this. And it just said like full of hell and then something else on it. And so I got it home and I was like, why does this photo look familiar? And it was like the Chris Farley suicide photo. And I was like, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just sold, was, I sold the shirt. I was like, never mind. I remember. Uh, but also Chris Farley... It wasn't suicide. It was oh, an overdose. True. Damn. I don't think he meant to do it. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to think for the memory of Tommy Boy and Black Sheep mm. and Almost Heroes that uh, Beverly he wouldn't, Ninja wouldn't uh, <sighs> give in. Yo, Chris Rock chasing the chicken. I fucking love Beverly Hills Ninja. I, w- I, w- I watched it during quarantine. I very, watched it recently. Too. Very good. Yeah. I've never seen it. I feel like classic, I, classic. I skipped it. I, I feel like in the in the days of uh, PC culture, it could mm. be considered cultural appropriation. But Definitely something it's that still would not very fl- funny. Would not fly now. No way. Is it worth getting into this late? Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's yes. streaming somewhere. It's worth checking out. I just get worried I might become a super fan, and then it's all the window from there. Damn, the biggest Chris, problem with me with movies. Sorry, to go back to Chris Farley, he died of a cocaine and morphine overdose. Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Damn. All right, sorry. <laughs> I just looked it up. Still chiller than Phil Hartman's death, like murdered by his wife. <laughs> mm. You mean Kurt you mean Kurt Cobain, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they found Phil Hartman in the greenhouse. Um <laughs> it was fucked up. But yeah, I was just gonna try to move us into a lighter note. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, Kyle. So I feel like I can't remember if we talked about this in a DM or like it was a while ago, or if you talked about it somewhere else and I just heard it, but I feel like I remember you telling me that you like DJed a show with crazy town. Yeah. Can we, can we get this? Can we get this story dude as a crazy town fan? Well, I, I got I got a few crazy town things. I um a few years ago I used to uh work as a strip club DJ and uh the other DJ at the club was one of the guitarists in Crazy Town. And Hell yeah. I, I found out he didn't tell me this. I was somehow I ended up watching I think the the butterfly music video. I was just watching it and I was like, damn, this guy, wait, this guy looks familiar. <laughs> I saw him in it and then I went and Googled it and saw that he was a member. And then I texted him right away. I was like, yeah, were you in crazy town? (laughs) Maybe. All right. Sick. So I, I, yeah, I was really in the, uh, crazy town loop for a while. And then you were a town head, a town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, (laughs) crazy townie. Um, (laughs) And then a social butterfly. <laughs> yeah, there in you the go. crazy town can't. <laughs> and then a few years after, there was a a time a couple years ago when a few different people 
um, were really trying. I'm sh- I'm sure this, or I don't know, maybe this happened there as well. People were trying to get um, like new metal nights to be a thing off oh, yeah. the success of like uh, emo nights. <laughs> and um, I yeah, I DJed multiple ones of those, um, and I did. I did one with Crazy Town. I know I did one with DJ Lethal DJing also from Limp Bizkit. Amazing, dude. DJ Lethal and House yeah. of Pain. <laughs> it, and House of Pain. And he was on the first uh, Sugar Ray album, too. Um, oh, that's uh, right. His set was like... Yeah, yeah. His set was amazing because it'd be like him like talking for like three minutes about like a story about like hanging out with rage against the machine backstage at a festival in Europe and then play like 30 seconds of like killing in the name of, and then like scratch over it for like a minute and then go into another story for like three minutes and then play 30 seconds of a song and then scratch over it. Wow. And it was just like, yeah, it was like blowing my mind. (laughs) It was like not musically good at all, but it's like a spoken word performance. That's so yeah. funny. And crazy Sounds time. Sounds like was, a, a Dimitri Martin set. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. Um, and yeah, Crazy Town Now is just the guy. Um, Shifty Shellshock. Uh-huh. And then uh, just like a band of random dudes. So it's like he's like the, the guy and then it's just all them. Yeah, I'm on their Wikipedia and it says they're now called Crazy Town X. Mm. <laughs> that's how you differentiate yeah yeah right yeah I, I wonder if that was legal like for some legal reason so no one else in the band could get money or something hey, yeah i don't know because like it had like when they were going they had like two vocalists like two white dude rapper guys but then obviously that guy had a way funnier look so people know that guy so i think he was just like i can just ride with this and I don't know what the other, maybe the other guy is Crazy Town Z. I don't know. Crazy Town X2. Yeah. Oh, like, fi- like Final Fantasy. Mm. Yeah. The thing, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> the two, the two like white singers, it, it's like they came out right around when like Linkin Park, One Step Closer, like the first single dropped. And it's mm-hmm. like, what if Crazy Town rose to the top instead of Linkin Park? Wow. Like what kind of world would we live in today? I mean, you know, they could have they had Crazy Town Jay- Utopia. Yeah, that's yeah. It, exactly. I mean, you Wait, know, DJ AM was the DJ for Crazy Town who mm-hmm. went on to I you know, can't say it cuz it's close to 9/11, but he died in a plane crash. So, but he <laughs> right, <with Travis> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, he was the uh he was the Crazy Town DJ mm-hmm. on that like first album. All that hot scratching on butterfly—that's him. Mm, there you go. Dude. So yeah, they could have. And I mean, that that was a number one song in the country when it came out, but that was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, the iconic album—the album cover, the art, dude. Like, so I feel like you must have used that in some of your art, like the yeah, lollipop devil girl. So good. I feel like yeah, them, them, and like Sugar Ray, and there's like a few other bands who were like heavy bands but then they released like their like smooth like pop single and then it was like that's it you can't can't turn back now guys right exactly (laughs) 
Chumbawamba, dude. Chumbawamba was a hardcore exactly. band. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's all, true. all those. It's like once you release the pop single, you're done. You can't go back. Even if it's a, you know, mm-hmm. like they said, like a joke or whatever. It's like you're you're out. Yeah, it, it's a joke that made them millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, they're fine. No doubt. Also, like same thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a punk band that is not a punk Black band Eyed anymore. Peas, kind of. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I haven't listened to their <laughs> early punk band, Black Eyed Peas. Well, yeah. no, but they were like they were weren't they more of a straight up like hip hop group beforehand, and then they kind of went full like radio Bef- pop before they added a uh, Fergie in the mix, right? Yeah, um, let's get it started. Uh, one more thing on Crazy Town. The last thing on their Wikipedia uh, history tab says on November third, twenty nineteen. Crazy Town's van crashed into a moose during a tour stop in Ontario, Canada. The members were treated for bruises and cuts at the hospital. Too soon. Mm. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Bruises and cuts, you say? Yeah. No, no, no indication on how the moose is doing, though. Yeah. Well, Netflix actually canceled their new moose uh, docu-series that was coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Their car is destroyed. This photo. Oh, oh, you have God. a picture? Yeah. Can we see it? Yeah, I'm going to screen it. share. Wait, is it not? It'd be, is the picture on Wikipedia? Because that'd be really good. No, I it the should crash be. Crash band pictures on the Wikipedia. <laughs> like we, like, like one of, one of the it. three pictures that's on their Wikipedia. This oh, is the... Man, that's a big ass moose. Like the whole windshield wind is destroyed and the roof is like lifted up. How fast do you think they were going? Um... I don't know, but is the moose okay? That's what I'm at. I want to know. Is the moose okay? Yeah, they were in a uh, hurry. The moose, ch- oh, fuck. The moose, unfortunately, was killed instantly, oh. and we all just felt horrible <laughs> about it. Well, maybe you should have crashed your fucking car into the moose if you feel so fucking bad about it. The hey, problem babe. is, is the moose... Uh, he was on the loose. Was He was crossing, <laughs> and the uh, the driver caught wind of the moose's tongue ring and it got the driver sprung lit and then he, <laughs> he couldn't hit the brakes fast enough yeah this is a this is a lesson you got to slow down even if you know you have your appointment in crazy town you got to just take it slow i think that's the, such the good problem advice. is there's no speed limits in Crazy Town. That's oh, true. I, for, I forgot about that. They they <laughs> keep bad. they keep forgetting to make it legal. Yeah, they're just I mean, they're yeah. like hey, they're like hey, you moved here. You, the name it's called Crazy Town. You can't expect us to regulate shit like that. It's up well, to you. when I say when I say speed limits, I mean the amount of speed that one, a person can take <laughs> before they overdose. Before they start driving. Before they Chris, Chris Farley. I've mm-hmm. seen some signs. I think it's uh, 69 in residential. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. That sounds mm. nice to me. <laughs> On uh, Highway Route 420. <laughs> a- a- Interstate a- 420. Amen. <laughs> Dude, it's like they always say driving in California on the 420 takes forever, but I don't know. I get high real fast. You know? Um. Yeah, so I don't know, like that. That's pretty chill. I feel like you, you've also like tour managed some bands, Kyle. Uh, yeah, kind, of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the only full tour I I did where I was like doing tour managing and like sound stuff, I did a uh, Dan Deacon tour mm. Uh, mm-hmm. with Future Islands opening. 
in 2009, eight, so eight or nine. I want to say I went to that tour. In, Go ahead and say it. In New York? In, no, no, no. In, in Pensacola, Florida at Sluggo's Vegan Restaurant. We that tour didn't go. I've been there before, but that tour mm-hmm. didn't go there, I don't think. I, I saw th- Dan Deacon with Future Islands there, and it was like Dan Deacon and another dude playing drums over the virtual reality DVD that he released. That was another that was like a tour of the year before. I played that show mm-hmm. in LA. But yeah, I've been to that, I've been to Sluggos before. But I think on the tour I did, I think the only Florida place we stopped was Tallahassee, and we did the university. I gotcha. Because we went, yeah. Because I had heard that, and I was like, "Dude, we must have been at the same show." But yeah, it might have been the year before because I lived in Pensacola yeah. for those two years. But this uh, was the that first, show was cool. The tour I did was the first one. I don't know if you ever heard. He has like this uh, school bus. Mm-hmm. That's like. It runs on vegetable yeah. oil. Yeah, I did the first tour on that. <laughs> That's insane. It didn't. Yeah. It, how fast did it, it go? Not very. <laughs> I, <laughs> right, I, right. the The New York show was. Uh, the New York show was in. It was outside. It was in like this empty field next to. I don't know if it's there anymore. If it's in a different place where the Market Hotel was. Mm-hmm. It's Marco. If, if that means back. anything, yeah, yeah. Is it in that same up a bunch of stairs place? Yeah, it's you, like I, I used I, to live like a ten minute walk from it for like three years. Yeah, it's okay. like Myrtle Myrtle uh, Broadway intersection. Yeah, so the show, New York show was there, and I remember setting up stuff and then coming back on the bus and like one of the like uh, classic uh, MTV news. Which which guy was it? Not Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. The other guy. Matt Pinfield. Matt Pinfield. Not Pinfield. John Norris. Norris was on like the bus, like just like, sitting yeah. there, and I was like, "This is like really weird. Like, what the hell is going on?" Just like <laughs> talking to Deacon, and I was like, "All right, this is this is something." Dude. That was my yeah my New York experience on that tour. Eleven. I miss years ago. Or whenever. I miss MTV News because it was the only like like televised news source that was unbiased in any way you know what i mean that's where i got all my info back then of course they took it away yeah, from yeah all the good stuff kurt loader is my anderson kurt- cooper <laughs> he popped in to tell you about 9-11 and then went into like nickelback how you remind me <laughs> like, yeah. dude all right creed, creed take me higher yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or that that had been out for like two years already yeah how you remind me was in heavy rotation that day. I remember because I went home from school early and I had MTV on. And how you remind me was in heavy rotation. Man, like, honestly, right. a banger of a song though. Absolutely, true Hoobastank era. Oh yeah, when well, it was, it was, was like new. It was the tail end of like the post grunge thing. Like 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 it was finally dying <laughs> off. But like in the last years of it, it some of the strongest content was produced. Well, it was like yeah, Incubus like, was big, like Stellar, oof. and uh, what a what a fucking jam! Incubus, How do you, you know, do it? you make me feel like I do. <laughs> so <laughs> good. 
And like my own worst enemy, like Lit was popping off oh, around then, I feel like. There's that one video of Lit playing like an empty uh uh, like a empty festival with like five people in the audience. It's like really good. It's one of my favorite I don't know. Videos. I have a from from when I worked at the record store. One of my favorite promo items I got that I still have. And every time I live in an apartment with roommates, I keep it in my room because I don't trust them. But it's like a lit shot glass. Ooh. Oh, and fuck. it's it's so sick. I love it. Like Sounds official promo promo merch, you know? Yeah. It it that was rules. it is lit. It's still lit. And it, it remains lit. It will be it, um, it'll be lit forever. Dude, so good. I that's definitely on like like so that was when Napster was out. So I was already compiling mix CDs and that's that definitely appears on like a punk punk mix number two, like original CDR in my uh CD book. Oh yeah. That's it, a that's still, a mainstay. That and like, you know, wacky like Goldfinger 99 Red Balloons cover. Yes. <laughs> my band played that in high school. My cover band. Dude, in very high school. It's a banger. You're like my my uh youth crew <laughs> band did the uh the German version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh we definitely stood out. We we wore <laughs> Like uh, Doc Martens and right. jeans and tucked in white shirts, exactly. and, uh, sha- yeah. with our shaved heads. Right. <laughs> wow. Do you guys you know. remember in the Social Network how Sean Parker of Napster was played by Justin Timberlake? Yes. Dude. Yes. It still blows my mind. Yeah. It was a break breakout role. I feel he only on his IMDb was just that and punked where he cried. Mm. Oh my god. Which, which was actually pretty sick. That was like one of the first episodes, I think. Maybe the first wow. episode of Punk. And no one saw it coming. No one. Like, Ashton's there. And no one's even like, is this for the show? You know? We should get Ashton on the pod. I'm Isn't trying. He, what did he get, like, yelled at for recently? Did he I make some know. cringe posts on Twitter or something? I don't I think know. He was, he uh, I think he was uh, defending uh, Ellen. Yes. Saying, uh, that's right. Yeah, like I've never had a uh, issue there. Right. I love when right. legacy celebrities defend each other. Yeah, but it's also like, yeah. Well, the thing is, is they actually shared the blood of a underage person, so they're they're bonded that way, and they just like think the same. They're sworn to yeah. defend each other. Yeah. It's a uh, adrenochrome, I think, is what yeah. they call it. Mm. Does he still uh, own half of uh, MySpace? Justin <laughs> is he the one that Did- accidentally deleted all of the mp3 files that were hosted on myspace <laughs> like, like terabytes worth of data just gone he's like i'm no longer in in sync get rid of these as your myspace songs i'm deleting everything <laughs> starting over justified 2025 yeah what if what if he's hoarding all the mp3s in his um multi-terabyte server yeah i his, think it's possible. his plex setup is pretty yeah. pretty goaded and then uh, real just go to their basement and just laugh <laughs> looking at their servers yeah. of all the myspace mp3s yeah every week it's just, like a date yeah pour some wine go laugh at the servers yeah on their nice the on their nice uh uh you know massive speakers and 
insane. No, they, don't, like, they don't. They don't listen to them. They don't want. Oh to no, hear yeah, them. they just. Uh, they're just. They're just. They just chuckling. like the fact that they have them all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Which is fair. I mean, I would do the same thing. Yeah. If I had all that, of my uh, all of my mashups are erased from the internet because of that. I know. Yeah, yeah. J- so. J- JT's got them. Yeah. He you listens put them on to the them and, and laughs every day. <laughs> He's like rap over the books. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's what the fuck was this guy? Get rid of this me? shit. I don't get it. <laughs> really, an animal collective sample? Fucking dumb. <laughs> Feels was good, but fuck strawberry jam. <laughs> that's why. That's why you haven't seen him in a long time. He's just laying in his bed with his mini disc player, just rocking out. Yeah, he has to get through yeah. the archive. He has the he has Mini the whole disc. yeah he has every millionaire's MP3 on there just ready to roll and he'll just <laughs> blast them. He's well, what he's doing is he's archiving them because they're going to release all these songs as hit clips. Oh yeah, I yeah hit clips. You know, I, I you can that, get like half a song on there. I think it's like ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, what's that yeah, like, 12, like? Twelve twelve kilohertz, five kilobits per second. 192 uh <laughs> i don't think that uh, <laughs> yeah they're they're rough they're, wait. i don't think it's 192 at all 192 yeah, sounds good maybe 19 yeah that sounds about Hit right clips codec <laughs> <laughs> wait well, do where you can have I get the, a preset? Uh, the, i'm trying to make my own diy hit clips for my etsy how do i dude, uh, i would buy them i would buy those i know legit that sounds like a fun project, actually. I can't lie. It'd be cheaper just to put a fucking micro SD card. I'd release music on hit clips. No. Oh, yeah. That's a hundred. Like that's that's like a hundred gex should do that. Streaming next hit clips, yeah. Hundred gex and like like corn fan four twenty hot weather Clyde would do that shit yeah, for sure. For sure. That could that could work for him. I think. Anyway, all I'll right. Well, that's, that's going to be my next uh, rabbit hole. Is trying to figure out how to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, homebrew hit, hit clip. clips. <laughs> we need some venture capitalist investment in this. Yeah, I'm going to go on Shark Tank. We have to sell it. You know, Mark Cuban, get your please. Elevator, elevator pitch. Mr. Wonderful is going to take 35% equity in these <laughs> hit clips. For, for a $5 Dude. billion dollar investment. We're moving to Silicon Valley, boys. Exactly. Kyle, uh, I wanted to uh, see if you had any thoughts on a uh, topic that uh, a couple years ago you brought to my attention, and I, I can't lie, it it changed my life forever. And this oh, is, wow. of course, Bad Boy Weekend. So why do good girls like bad guys? I have this question for a real. Okay. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to see what you thought uh, on on how how did you discover Bad Boy Weekend? How has it affected your life? <laughs> and how has it affected the world at large? Because it it changed me in a way that I don't think I could have ever anticipated. It got me into TikTok. It abs. Well, it was still musically musically at the time. Yeah. Yeah, musically. I think I pulled because you have you have the saved archive on your Instagram, and I pulled it up. Mm-hmm. The other day and yeah. all the old ones are musically so it was pre-tiktok and that's how i kind Absolutely. of discovered that app when it came out you know it's funny that like so many people yeah like discovered that like tiktok from that it's really funny like mm-hmm. um 
all like it's so funny like even now like uh uh taylor lorenz like she like you know covers just tiktok stuff now but she found tiktok from me wow which is a very funny thing that's amazing yeah from that it's um yeah it was i've it was a very uh wild time back then it's i wish (laughs) more it was yeah it was it was pre like the big boom of tiktok i Mm -hmm. guess and it, it was a lot easier to find good things i guess i'll say yeah, but like things that were like interesting or like actually funny because it wasn't people trying to be funny. Yeah, because trying- now you have yeah. celebs on there now, like yeah, verified like, accounts and stuff like that. And that like, I don't need to up. see. Yeah, I don't need to see like Shaq dancing to Doja Cat. Yeah. Like I don't fucking care about that. Yeah, fucking, when it was mo- yeah yeah when it was just like weirdos just doing like being like oh man I really gotta like. Yeah, I got to sing this lit song because like I'm really feeling it or something. It was like very, yeah, really prime time. And that was like, that was, yeah, that trend was like one of the, that was like the trend that bridged the, the musically to TikTok, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, I got in when it was still musically and yeah, I just like would see those all the time, like scrolling. And I was like, these are like, and every one of them was so good. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing because yeah. it's completely, me I mean, some of them are, are, are goofy, but like the vast majority of the ones that you collected are completely like played like completely straight. Like it's like well, yeah. very like, it's not, a, it's not like ironic. Cause yeah, when I started, you know, the first month or two of me doing it was, yeah, just straight up people on the app and it was like no one I knew or no one that like Mm -hmm. I would have influenced to go on there because no one knew what TikTok was at that time so it was just the straight up weirdos on there who were doing it and yeah just doing it very sincerely and they get like a thousand views on it or something like like TikTok's engagement now is unbelievable like it's 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 orders of magnitude over every other social media app like it's people have like I remember I like these people have more followers that like I feel like uh, like Beyonce used to be like the the top tier of like having followers on Instagram or something like oh like Beyonce like has the most followers or something like that like mm-hmm. Charlie D'Amelio has like like almost wait let me let me double check the numbers here uh, yeah it's just like just regular there's like so many regular ass people who just have like millions of yeah, followers like, just, like and random people. She has 41 million followers and that was earlier yeah. this year. And what and then, she's famous for is being on TikTok. She's just on TikTok. She, yeah. She just There's does dances no, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even, yeah, that's it. And so many people are like that. It's like, yeah, you can get, it's crazy. Like how many people yeah, have like such a huge following on there for not anything aside from their TikTok presence. Yeah. Like that's their whole thing. Yeah. It's super interesting yeah so it's a but yeah so it's weird now now it's like a whole thing but back then two years ago it's funny to say back then but yeah, I know. Like two years ago it wasn't Shit moved so fast yeah it wasn't like no one thought of it as like a viable like social media platform or anything it was just like a place for children and like weird freaks oh yeah and those are and those are the good times 
Well, <laughs> what's interesting about TikTok is that it's like micro content creation kind of mm-hmm. like like Instagram and Twitter are just about like are pretty bare bones, relatively speaking, whereas like TikTok gives you like a ton of tools to like make a micro short film if you want to like built yeah, into the you, app. Yeah, all the editing tools are yeah. on there. And like other apps don't do that. Like they just like let you post like raw image or video. So you if you want to do something with more production value, you have to do it yourself. So like, yeah. you know, which most people aren't going to do. No, of course. not. they're just going to use whatever is on their phone already. Like they're not going to learn how to use a piece of software um, no. if it's not already right in front of them. But like TikTok encourages that and makes like the, their algorithm pushes shit super far, like and which is why their engagement is so high. And so you have the same length of content as something like Instagram, but like with like much higher, like a ceiling for production value. So like you have these kids and most of it's mostly kids on the app. These kids are making like micro. But yeah, 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 of course. Um, but like. They're making it's like micro content creation. It's it's the same thing as like YouTubers, like in early YouTube kind of thing. That's kind of how I see it. But it's just even easier to do that. It should have gone with the the Chuck E. Cheese model. You have to have known somebody who was already on TikTok to get on TikTok. Yeah. And it could have just stayed on. I like that. Or Facebook, yeah. Original yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um my partner was explaining, I think they were on the Chuck E. Cheese Wikipedia. And did you guys know that Chuck E. Cheese was an orphan? And that's the reason he wants to be surrounded by people on their birthday. Because he wants to give them like a good birthday because he didn't get it growing up. That's so bleak. Damn, it's, does Chuck E. Cheese have a therapist? I want to give Charles dark. a hug. The thing I found mm-hmm. out like this month, which I didn't realize, interesting about Chuck E. Cheese the guy who founded Chuck E. Cheese is the guy who also founded Atari. What? what? Yeah. Damn. So, Why weren't they more like Dave and Buster's then with video games and shit? They, they could have been, they always had video games there. And they, yeah. Like but arcade. it was more about like the ball pit and like the ski ball and shit. There were a bunch I mean, of arcade maybe early, games, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And maybe like it was probably more so that in like the seventies when they started. Right. Right, yeah. right. But yeah, that guy started both companies, which is a crazy thing. Wow. The king of two dead brands. Yeah. Well, he sold them both early on, so he's just Yeah, he's rolling. He's chilling. Yeah, yeah he's fine. At like peak times. I think That's he's crazy. Atari in like nineteen eighty or something. Yeah, so like, he's like, like like two years before it all came crashing down. Yeah, yeah, like forty years ago. So yeah, yeah. he's like set. And and that man grew up to be the president of the United States of America. And Absolutely. his name yeah. was Albert Einstein. His name was 42. Oh, God. Yeah. That's cr- yeah I that's, did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. But I, I also want to say that Bad Boy Weekend did just happen somewhat recently. And yeah, like a month what ago. A, a thrill. Like every year, I forget when it's coming. And it's just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. This, it rules. Again. this year. This year, a random dude DM'd me to tell me that it was two years. I don't, I don't remember either. It's a holiday. So, yeah, yeah. A guy like DM'd me holiday. and was like, it's been two years. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll <laughs> something. I guess I'll post some more of these. Why not? Dude, I just love the Bo Birdo, uh 
bad bad why, why do good girls want bad guys I know. like it's it's right the, up his alley he's very committed it, and has yeah. done multiple of them over the last 2 years he is really good at tiktok like honestly he's just like per, like charisma wise one of like the funniest like micro joke like he, you could watch him do something for like 1 second and his, the replayability his, factor is insane his only problem is his uh, fucking choppy ass Android. That's what slows me down. True, but that's a, I honestly it's so I, strong. I like it. It's an artistic choice. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But like he's like told me before that like he doesn't make them for a while because it, it, it like it won't run on his phone. <laughs> Damn. And like it slows his whole TikTok app like so, slows his whole phone down. Yeah, and that's why he's not on there more regularly. I have an iPhone, and it does the same for me. Like it. It like takes like ten minutes to upload a TikTok. Yeah, but this is like the frame rate though. Like it looks wild. I don't think that it has to do with the upload yeah. speed, Jeff. I feel like maybe I put yeah, too I many edit, too many like filters on it, and it makes the file too big or something. I made a video recently. I, all the ones I've made, I've just like put like only share to friends, and I have like no friends on there because I never really use it. But I'm trying to learn, so I mm-hmm. edited. I made a video recently of like. Trump signing that pardon with like incubus over it. Um, pardon me. And I like slowed it down and made it sound like demonic and made their laughs sound like chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I, I added like smoke, like the room was on fire <laughs> while they were doing it. Yeah. And I did all the edits through TikTok, but it wouldn't upload. So I just like screen recorded it and I put it on my Instagram story. And I got, mm. I have, I still have like messages in my DM folder that are like, Yo, what happened to the Incubus video? Like, put it back up. <laughs> you but it you got, went too hard on the talk. It got so few likes. So I was just like, nobody wants to see this. Hey, man. Sometimes artists are only appreciated years later, you know? You know what I say? A decade ago, I never thought I would be a 23. <laughs> a 23. Spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that song. It's so good. <laughs> Pardon me is really, really good. There you go. A bop. Possibly in their top five. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I also <laughs> got made fun of when I worked at the record store for record store day. The one of the years I worked there, uh, they did a or it was like Black Friday, like mini record store day. I special ordered for myself all of the incubus reissues, like uh make yourself um what's the first one? Uh, science, yeah, that's and uh, yeah, science, and what's the other one with the um, the ocean on the cover? Morning, morning view, morning view, morning yeah. view, yeah. That's, that's I, like, the one that I listened to. Yeah, yeah, I ordered all of them, and like my coworker, who's like was a major, like major, chame- like personality chame- chameleon, like you know, like. The, the funk DJs would come in and he'd like go up and like act like he was like mad into that shit and like drop a few names. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the indie fucking kids come in, he, he switches gears. <laughs> like the funny thing about him was I remember one time it was my turn to pick the music in the store and I grabbed primal, primal screams, screamadelia with the red cover. If you, like music people know that uh they like fused techno and uh like indie rock 
with that album on like creation or whatever. So I go to put it on and he looks at it and he's like, Hmm, primal scream. Don't you think it's a little like too heavy for the store right now? And I was like, Oh yeah, dude, totally. You're right. (laughs) And then I like put it on anyway. (laughs) And I was like, did you, you know, just think primal scream was like a, hardcore band because of their name and you wanted to act like you knew about it. <laughs> oh my God. Or you can't just say you never heard primal scream before. <laughs> so it was like that type of dude. And he's like making fun of me for, uh, buying the incubus records. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're my age or you're younger. You absolutely listen to incubus and downloaded incubus and rocked out to incubus. Like you're fucking poser. We got to take you back to fight this dude. It's another DJ. I think you have a lot of, lot of pent up rage about. I'm still blocked on uh, Instagram. I think you got (laughs) to physically fight him to the death, like have a full on duel. Yeah, like high noon type shit. Stand outside. Wait, he blocked you on Instagram? That's that's serious. Serious. Uh, After I was fired from the record store, immediately he like dropped me as a friend. Uh, Damn. So I, I. I feel as if, so I got fired. The reason the owner said was somebody I know told me you said something bad about me. So you're fired. And I have a feeling, well, probably, but like I'm allowed to complain about work outside of work. No, Um, you're not. (laughs) So I think the reason the dude dropped me, like ghosted our friendship was because he probably felt guilty because he's probably the one that told the owner I said something. <laughs> wow. It's a conspiracy. Nice. Uh, anyway, you should fight him. I, I would if I ever go to back to Orlando, yeah. <laughs> if I, if I go back to Orlando, we'll do like a backyard. We're starting a, a crowdfunding charity, a, a website to raise money for a, a round trip plane ticket. for Joe. Or if there's any, um, if there's any stop motion animators out there that want to do a celebrity death match type yeah. oh my video God. for, for us, um, you know, we we'll, we can give you college credit. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you exposure. Just, a lot of people I'll hit up some of my, uh, my animation friends from RISD who graduated four years ago. I'm sure they would like some college credit. Fuck it, dude. I just upgraded my uh, creative suite from just the Photoshop package to the full thing. So yeah. I'm and I lied saying I was a student as well. So it was oh, only twenty bucks. And um I told them I was graduating in twenty twenty four. Uh and then what we can do is I can get it after effects and I can just do this and yeah. just give it a shot. It's, it's well, literally easy, if, dude. It's not even hard. Let's see if the guy let's see if the guy that did the show Kablam could do it first. Oh, and if he yeah. can't do it, if Love he can't do shit. it then mm-hmm. then okay. you can you can try or whatever. Who you know, made okay. That? I loved that shit. Yo, my old email address was Jacob Kablam when I was like a kid. Yo, true. <laughs> I thought vibe. that was about I thought that was about jerking off. No, mm. dude. Well, it's, it's I mean it also is Jacob's catchphrase uh on or upon Kablam. orgasm. Kablam. Kablam. <laughs> oh, Kablam's your uh, bazinga? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Prometheus and Bob was like Yo. Fucking that was the like shit when I was a kid, I saw that and I'm like, this is disturbing to me. <laughs> like just the, 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 it just was like the imagery. I was like, what the fuck is this? 
as a kid? I think I made a, a picture of like a, a meme early on when I started doing Instagram memes with like a picture of all the Action League Now people. Oh, I love Action like, League Now. Yeah, oh my God. Action League Now ruled. That was sick. It, it, it was supposed to be like a, a representation of the different people on the subway uh-huh. mm. when you take the L train. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like there's always one of every of the Action League Now characters on there. Like Did a shirtless get, dude. Oh my god. Man. Angela Anaconda. Did you guys watch that? Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. show is wild. Wow. But yeah, I don't know. T- today is Saturday. You can stay up and watch Snick, boys. Yes. Snick. Snick. I'll have to text my Honestly, parents to make sure it's okay. Yeah. Saturday I was just Nick talking about past eight. I was just talking about Snick because uh there's a new Ren and Stimpy documentary that I saw on Prime. And I want to watch it, but you have to rent it. It costs money. But I watched the trailer, and it looks good. And the music, the Ren and Stimpy I, I music, I'm like, too. dude, as soon as the music went on, I was like, oh, fuck, are you afraid of the dark is about to start? Like, I'm scared. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had right. a flashback. Oh, man. Dude. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna buy I, I heard some people say that tonight. that documentary was uh, disappointing because they didn't really go into the whole, like, weird shit. They must, though. They have to, right? I, I, I heard some people saying they were really disappointed with how they handled it. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know the specifics. I don't really know that about... I, I've read the article about it, but like, I just that's all I know about that film is a couple people I follow on Twitter were like, this is unbelievable how they completely did not address this stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay to rent it tonight. Last night, I paid to rent uh, the new Pauly Shore movie, The Guest House. Mm-hmm. Oh, with Steve-O. With Steve-O, yeah. Uh, I watched it? it last night. Give us your, your review. So my, real, my girlfriend... Real good is my guess. <laughs> my girlfriend liked it. Um, I have to say, uh, <laughs> I I think it was the worst Pauly Shore movie I've ever seen. But that being said, it's not that far off from the other Pauly Shore movies. So if you're a okay. Pauly Shore fan... You may enjoy it. They're all um, they're all masterpieces, but this is slightly below the rest of them. Is what you're saying? I mean, I have I have some critical like takes on the film. Uh-huh. Like, I I think the music took itself a little too seriously, mm. and it would have played mm. played funnier with less background music. Like, it had like a score throughout. And I was like, man, if they hmm. just didn't have any music in the background, that joke would have been way funnier. I'm just like paying attention to this like composed score in this. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. We did should it, get this but, uh, game. Did it? Uh, did it get you uh, amped up for a uh, Hubie Halloween? It did. Okay. It did actually. Okay. Um, probably same level. Same level. Same level. I don't think it was bad, per se. Um, but I, I would, I told my partner, I I couldn't watch it again for 20 years. (laughs) Mm. That's like the watchability. 20 years. And it's fun. It's funny because I, uh, I went to San Francisco in February this year, right before the pandemic hit and everything shut down. And the second day of the trip, we, me and my partner took a, a bus tour where we like, went up to like Sausalito and, and the mm. Mere Woods and it took takes you all around San Francisco. And like five minutes into the tour, we're driving past it's like a famous comedy club in San Francisco, Cobb's Comedy Club. And on the marquee, it's like Pauly Shore tonight, 8 p.m. 
So we were like, oh shit. And we immediately bought tickets, obviously. So after like a long day of doing the tour, we went see Pauly Shore. Sold out. Crazy. Uh, definitely said some stuff on stage that I did not think was cool to say anywhere, surprise, not surprise. just publicly. Mm. Yeah. He was definitely like fishing to hit on people to sleep with someone after the show. <laughs> and also called out someone in the audience as the only black person there. And then had a, like a, um, like back and forth about it, like some crowd work about it, Ugh. which, you know, was very uncomfortable, yeah. but also the audience was big Pauly Shore fans. So some of it landed, which was cringe hmm. to me. And afterward, of course, we had to wait in line to meet him because my girlfriend is a big Pauly Shore fan. And uh, we talked to him. Uh, I think my girlfriend had a better connection than me. To me, he was just completely dead in the eyes, like nothing, vacant. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like go going through the motions, did not want to talk to me. And I decided to buy merch after... Uh, I took the picture with him and then I wanted him to sign the biodome print that I bought of him and uh, the Baldwin brother, black and white glossy. And he seemed kind of annoyed that I took up extra time to get the signature after the photo. But, you know, you only meet the wheeze once, you know, if you're lucky. I saw him in December he was brought out on stage at the Roxy while uh, Limp Biscuit was playing. Oh, yeah. Well, Fred Durst is in his movie. Holly Shore is dead. Oh, he, he yeah, like, there you go. He like uh, meets him. Fred tries to give him like a, a Limp Biscuit demo, and Holly Shore like breaks the demo in front of him, like breaks the CD or something, or like throws it on the ground. And Fred is like, "Fuck you!" And then like later in the movie. When Pauly Shore fakes his death, this is like a fake, like it's a movie, but it's like fake documentary. It's insane. And uh, later, Fred is like on MTV News talking shit about him, like when he died or whatever. It's like fuck Pauly Shore and all this shit. And he's like, "Yo, Fred, what's up, man, buddy?" Oh, yeah, and he uh, he, uh, he like basically came out on stage to like dance during like the mission impossible song. It was great. Oh hell yeah. The mission impossible song is so fucking good. And I always try to put it in my Instagram story, but it's like not a song that they allow from Spotify and it pisses me off. Take a look so around. Like, they won't allow. It's Damn. not on there. It's just not on like, you know, when you search and you're like, I know yeah, this yeah. is on Spotify. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Like we, someone Instagram, you need to fix this problem. Spotify, mm. whoever, whoever's listening, <laughs> they listen to the pod. Yeah, I know. Inst well, we, they host us. So. Instagram. We need take a look around by Lim Biscuit on to be available for stories. Thank you. Mark Zuckerberg. If you're listening, if there's anything you can do to help us. And like any memers out there that are listening, hashtag this in your Fred Durst Friday posts. We love those. We, you know, they, uh, they're always new and exciting. Yeah. And we love them, but send them to Jeff. 
send them to me. Tag, tag me. Yeah. At control control. But yeah, Pauly Shore, I was going to ask if you ever see him like around LA in any other situations because he's a interesting very, guy. Very uh, interesting. The only other time I saw him was another time at the Roxy, but it was probably like 11 or 12 years ago. And uh, it was Broken Side playing. Yo, oh my God. Crap, Let's go. Let's it, let, it let's was, not go. Let's get freaky now. Yeah, let's get freaky now. <laughs> Broken side with blood on the dam. Oh my yeah. god! Holy shit! Holy shore was yeah. there to find Holy underage sh- women. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude, blood on the dance floor. Then that lead singer I mean, get like prison time or something. Something like know. that. Um, anyway. And then my partner was telling me a Polly Shore story recently. Her friend is like a DJ and was DJing. In California at this spot and he showed up with like two uh two sex workers and uh was chilling with them all night and then left with one of them and then the other one was just crying like left at the bar crying for like hours um so I don't know I don't know if it was like a a contest that he concocted to see who could win his uh, $600 or whatever. But I feel like you shouldn't do that to people. You know, that's a, uh, he let, he led her on mm. as they say, which is fucked up. You know I mean? It's not like Encino man just came out, bro. You know, True. you're not True. that cool. You don't even talk to Brendan Fraser anymore. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. He's just, uh, I feel like he left LA too. I feel like he just bought a house in uh, Las Vegas. He pulled a Joe Rogan, you know? Vegas is the place now. I think that they just have no restrictions on anything there during COVID. So I think that's why like most things are filming in Vegas right now. Oh, is like, that A lot true? of reality TV is filming in Vegas. Oh it's a God. hunch. Because, so what happened is all these things are being filmed during coronavirus. And like they even talk about how it is. It's like being done in Vegas. So there's yeah. some sort of thing where the governor of Vegas, who famous, or like I think she was the either the governor or it was the mayor of uh um Las Vegas was like, Yeah, um, you know, we'll just we can just use uh Nevada as like a test state to see like if a lot of people die if there's no restrictions. <laughs> so it makes sense. Like that was her vibe. I saw that video, Jacob, and the thing is is that was just a crisis actor hired. Yeah. It's actually Andy Garcia who plays the owner of the Bellagio in the Ocean's Eleven movie. So I understand mm. the confusion about Las Vegas. But that's just Andy yeah. Garcia, bro. It's uh, okay. That that was that was staged. Oh, okay. I think they're uh, that makes sense. Probably filming stuff there and like encouraging people too because uh, they have no economy because the whole economy is based on tourism and there is none of that. Very moment. true. That is True. a good point. So I'm sure they're like offering tax incentives because yeah, actually they have no money coming in at all. I bet it's and it's close to, to LA. That. I feel like it's not that far of a drive. They no, just move like it all hours. over. It's like we should film hours. something in Vegas. Yeah, we should do that. That'd what be worth it. Hang, hangover five. Yes. Well, we should do it ourselves. We should make one of those like Legend of Zelda fan movies or something. Like, no, watch. we should make re- we no, we should do Red versus Blue in real life, dude. Yeah, dude, that'd be really good. 
Let's do that. Kind of. That sounds really good. That's insensitive. Wait, why is it insensitive? Because that type of shit is happening in real life. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Red versus blue. That's that. Kind of. Are you referring to the the release of the Halo Master Chief Collection? I'm just referring to people on the street getting shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should. This, these violent video games are poisoning our children. It's a. It's it's uh. It's the we got to cancel them. We got to yeah. cancel mm. our Xbox subscriptions. Yeah, our Nintendo magazine subscriptions. <laughs> Oh, Nintendo Power. I wish Nintendo I had Nintendo Power. Power. Hit, hit them where it hurts, you know? Print media. Yeah. They don't, they don't put cheat codes in games anymore because they can't sell magazines to tell you the cheat codes. That's mm. true. That's true. I used to have a Whoa. book, a little booklet I got in the Scholastic oh, book sale with cheat codes for like every PS2 game and like Hold GameCube on. game. Ka- Kyle's grabbing something. He he don't got headphones. Oh yeah, we're we're about to see some some exclusive. Some of that stuff. exclusive, yo. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Let's go. Game genie. Game genie for the Genesis. Got that bad boy right there. Oh, secret codes for Nintendo sixty four too. And then the fucking real shit right there, baby. Yes. Oh, Blockbuster secret codes nineteen ninety nine. Right. That Holy is so good. Shit. Yeah, it's so it's so right thick. There. It has so many pages. Yeah, lots that. of codes. That looks like a novel size, like a yeah. five hundred page novel. Imagine yeah. you just bring that. Like, it's like, hey, pack some light reading for this trip. And you're just like, okay. Cheat codes ninety nine. This is what I bring. This is what I bring on flights right here. Sorry, sorry, Dad. I can't and... talk. I'm trying to memorize the big head cheat code for GTA three. See. It's fucked up. Like instead of the New Testament, every hotel should have a copy of that. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You know, so you can on the on the the ho you know like the hotel specific N64 model like that like they had like N64 mm-hmm. controllers installed in hotel rent rooms. The games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have. Yeah, you should have. Instead of the, instead of the Bible, you have a cheat code thing for N64 games, so you can play Goldfinger. Uh, or Goldeneye rather, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yeah. Goldeneye. <laughs> this is like on a chain, like attached to the, like the side table. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Dude, can't take. And it's yeah, like, don't take this. I'd rather smoke a joint with a page of that than a page of the Bible. Oh, you know what I mean? Of course. <laughs> that it's gold like, lining on the Bible doesn't do anything for you. I mean, it's like you know, both of them have the chance of traces of semen on them but i think the bible probably has a lot more than yeah. the video game oh, sure. cheat code manual yeah you, know? you only want to li- you don't want too much of that in your uh in your your marijuana cigarettes uh i mean it just it makes the burn uneven mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't you know you don't need as much spit or glue to like seal the joint because right. it's already sticky um <laughs> You know, Pro just it, insider life hacks. Yeah. They don't teach you that in school. Stories from the road. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, this has been a very informative episode. Yes. Uh, we yeah. caught, 
covered a wide range of topics. Lots of high highs, lots of low lows, lots of mid mids. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I also, I wanted to bring up the mixes you make for SoundCloud, Kyle, because they are fucking awesome. Do you have like a, you you have like kind of a schedule, right? Like, is it like once a month or? No. I mean, at the beginning of the whole the whole thing i was djing on like instagram live every friday mm-hmm. but then i was just like getting kicked off all the time for copyright shit <laughs> so then i started <clears throat> just recording it for soundcloud and putting it up every friday and then i got i don't know just bored of doing it every week or i didn't feel like my effort and like how much people would listen to it equaled the same. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> so I, I, str- like, I struggle with that uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, do I need to do this every week when no one cares? And so I was like, eh, I stopped doing it. So now it's kind of just like whenever I feel like it. <laughs> so like I did one like two weeks ago and yeah, I'll do one eventually. I don't know when. I have to say, there's at least one person that cares. Hey, there we go. I know them pretty pretty well. Okay. Uh, I'll send you their Instagram information. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Um, but no, I mean, keep, keep an eye out for that. And if you guys have links, can, can people find the old ones or do they go away? Do you have like a, a spot I people del- can search them? I del- I delete them. That's what I thought. Exclusive. I thought they they're like, exclusive, folks. You got to tune in. You're, yeah, up, I thought there was a time like limit. A, yeah, they're up for like a week or two or whenever I do the next one and then I get rid of it. Out. Don't so miss out. I'm gonna, from now on, I'm going to screen record and uh, bootleg them all on hit clips. Yeah, Fe- there you future go. Hit, future hit clips. How uh, do we get a hit clip to store an hour of audio? That's my first question. Yeah, that's like it's like 65 hit clips for like yeah. 22 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You you sell more hit clips because they want the whole fucking mix. You got to do it like how people uh buy like old computers that still work and like rip it out and put a Raspberry Pi inside of it. But we just mm. buy hit clips and we just put a micro SD card inside mm-hmm. of it. That's mm. a, yeah. Mm. Exactly. There we go. Don't give don't give away all our our ideas, Jacob. Right. Save some shit for the the Discord. Yeah, okay. of course, dude. The Discord. The Discord. The Discord. Yeah, yeah, we should the private we should, channel. We should just make the Patreon Discord already. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it's time. I want to chat with some people. I, I want like to post right some music is, links and have people give a thumbs up react to it. Yeah, thumbs up react or oh, 100. That was great. <laughs> I just want I just want um, to interact with people in general more. Yeah, know? I don't think I'm giving it a hundred percent right now. You know, that's what I was I'm, saying, uh, dude. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm pretty distant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. All right, we've gone uh, we've gone pretty long actually here. Pretty long pod. Yeah. Uh, Yo, so we want to wrap it up. Do you, do you have Do you have anything you want to plug? I uh, I must say yesterday. I saw your link swipe up for the the book. I I purchased your book, which I'm very excited about. But uh, maybe tell people where they can get that shit or like check Mm -hmm. out your stuff. 
Well, we got a we got a lot of stuff here, boys. Um, I got uh, yeah, I got this uh book that's like a compiled. It's it's all like uh, video game covers mm-hmm. that I had made, um, and that's out. And you can get that on the web. There's links around and such for that. I'm sure, if you put in Kyle Mabson video game book, you can find that pretty easily. Um, got the uh, the threadless, which uh, hell yeah, people, people like the threadless. There's the some, shirts, yeah, they're it's fucking sick. Some dumb shit on there. Um, the SoundCloud, which I'll yeah I do whenever I please. There's not really a <laughs> a set schedule to that. Um, and then I think on my Instagram, my uh, bio on my Instagram now is like uh, music link stuff to like my quote unquote band, which I did like a music video for a couple weeks ago. Cool. I don't know if you saw that one with the sub-zero and all that stuff yeah it was really really cool like a mortal Kombat recreation it was yes it was fucking sick very very tight yeah so yeah i'm sure if you yeah you can go to my my twitter my instagram and all that stuff's out there all right we'll link that in the description sick cool. what should we what should we play out the episode with as a song help, help me crowd crowd uh crowdsource a song to play out the episode with i got i got something for you i i used to do uh these like uh compilations on Bandcamp where i'd like get people to cover or remix songs and send them to me oh, and put them all up on Bandcamp. well the, yeah. the 311 one dude yeah ex- yeah there's a lot and mm-hmm. this thing i sent you right now is from one that i made that was just all new metal covers and remixes oh yeah fuck yeah and this is a twerk mix by the dude who was the strip club DJ with me who was in Crazy Town of Butterfuck. All right. I want to play out the episode with this track. <laughs> Bring, yeah. Can I play it? Off. Oh, my God. I want to play it. All right. Wait, one sec. Yeah. That he made. Yes. This is official. This is like. This, this, this is, is this official remix right here. It's, it's canon. Yeah. All right, I think we should wrap it up and play out the episode with this here. All right. Sick. Thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you later. See you next week, whenever. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Peace guys. Out, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.